Pull up a deck chair and sit back, relax. It's time for your favorite cruise hour. You're on board, just cruising. Whether you're dreaming of your first cruise or planning your next one, join Larry Jackson as he explores the magical world of cruising. To launch today's cruise, here's Larry Jackson. Good afternoon. Aloha. A como mai and welcome aboard. I'm Larry Jackson, owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and I'll be your cruise director for this week's edition of our radio and podcast magazine that's all about the magical world of travel. And I want to thank you so much for being here with us today and taking a, a little bit of your day, about a bit of, out of your day to be with us today. We uh, have a really great show planned for you today. We're continuing our series of uh, where we're exploring cruise lines and especially cruise lines that a lot of you may have heard of and say, yeah, I heard somebody was on that cruise line, but I really don't know that much about it. And uh, we're going to do an an in-depth exploration of one of my favorite cruise lines. And it's it's a cruise line which I think is the best-kept secret in the cruising industry. And that cruise line is known as Azamara. Uh, joining us on the phone today is the Azamara Senior Business Development Manager for Florida and Puerto Rico, Lionel Garcia. Lionel, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a delight. It's been so long since we, you and I have gotten a chance to chat with each other. It seems like it's been forever. It, it sadly has been way too long, but uh, hey, no better time than the present. So I, I'm very happy to be on board with you and, and take your listeners through a fantastic journey to learn more about Azamara. Okay, sounds great. Uh, I also want to mention Lionel's an old friend of Cruise Holidays of Vieira. Uh, he's given us so much great support. One time uh, our travel club met and Lionel came up and made Cuban coffee for all of us and it and it was my first introduction to Cuban coffee and I absolutely fell in love with it so I really appreciate that Lionel you're you're welcome <laughs> I, I actually was packing that away the other day and I was like you know I need to bring it back but uh, I hopefully hopefully we'll be sailing to Cuba sometime in the near future and I could bring back my uh, my coffee-making skills. Uh, you, you're the best. <laughs> so, Okay, let's, let's get started talking about Azamara Cruises. Um, Lionel, let's start. Can you give us just a, kind of a little brief thumbnail sketch of the history of Azamara, how it started, who started it, and why? Sure. So we were created by uh, Royal Caribbean Group, acquired two small ships at the time. Uh, they were part of a company that called Pullman Tour, and they named the two ships the Azama, the Celebrity Journey and the Celebrity Quest. And I know you had one of our colleagues uh, or you know friends at Celebrity on last uh, not too long ago. But the Celebrity Journey and the Celebrity Quest is how Azamara started. And sometime thereafter, what Royal Caribbean Group decided to do was to spin off these two small ships that didn't really seem to fit in. With the, uh, with the celebrity brand and create the Azamara Journey and the Azamara Quest. So kept the two ships, just changed the name. And they brought on a new leadership group, a new sales team, everything to build a brand around delivering destination, slowing down the ships enough to allow guests to connect with one another in the destinations. And essentially, that's how Azamara was created. Today, we operate four identical vessels each one with 
700 guests, 400 crew. And I like to say that we are a land vacation company that uses floating hotels. And I'm sure we'll uncover more as to why I say that, but that's a little brief history on, on Azamar. Hey, I like that. Now, the uh, the ships that we're talking about are, um, for those uh, that are not familiar with old cruise history, are the Renaissance ships. And uh, yep. and tell us a little bit about what how that happened. Sure. So there were there was a cruise line called Renaissance. They built uh, eight identical vessels there in the late nineties, early two thousands, and uh, they were they were created. But what sadly around the same time that they were reaching their peak in growth and expansion, September eleventh took place. And September eleventh was a terrible day in the history of our country, but also in the economic history as well, and uh, especially in the travel segment. There were a lot of casualties in business at that time, and uh, Renaissance was one of those casualties. Since Renaissance went under, four ships were became a bit... Oceana, some of you may be familiar with Oceana, acquired four of those ships, and uh, Royal Caribbean, through Pullman Tour, acquired two. One ship went to Princess, one ship went to P&O, uh, and now four ships are part of Azamara. The latest acquisition was the one we got from P&O, which is Onward, and the one before that um, was the Pursuit. So I'm sorry if I kind of went backwards, but that's the story of the ships that we operate. Yeah, and the, and the reason I bring it up, Lionel, is because these uh, Renaissance, I call them the R4 ships because I think one of your captains told me that one time. Uh, the reason I bring it up is they are – I think one of the, if not the most comfortable ship uh, uh, on the ocean. Renaissance did a magnificent job of designing these ships from a comfort standpoint, from a size standpoint, from a interior decorating standpoint. Uh, they're just amazing uh, vessels. No, mo- most definitely. I mean, th- their whole purpose, though, is to get into the hard-to-reach ports. Uh, a lot of a lot of the ship. Ships today have to dock at the shipping terminals with a vessel the size of Azamara, these Renaissance ships, these R-class ships. Uh, they can actually sail up a number of different rivers around the world and actually dock in the heart of many of the cities that we visit. So giving prime location to the, our guests who sail on these beautiful small ships. Yeah, and, and, and I tell you that the one comment I get, and as you know, we've taken many groups aboard Azamara. Whenever they come back, they always talk about how convenient the ship is from from stern to, to bow to uh, how easy they are to get around, and, uh, and, and they're magnificently decorated. Uh, by the way, if you're just yeah. joining us, you're on board with Just Cruising. My name is Larry Jackson, co-owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and uh, we are the sponsors of Just Cruising, and it is our tra- radio travel magazine that comes to you each week. And uh, you can reach Cruise Holidays of Vieira via three, our phone number, 321-242-1331. If you're in the United States, uh, we know a lot of you are listening to our podcast overseas. And the best way to reach us and talk with us is to go to our website, which is Just Cruising, with no G, Just Cruising Vieira, V-I-E-R-A, dot com. Or just Google, I'm sorry, Google Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and it'll bring you to our website, and you'll see all of the information about our travel agency and our boutique 
Travel Advisory Service. Uh, we're on board with Lionel Garcia from Azamara Cruise Lines, and we're talking uh, about Azamara. Uh, Lionel, we only got a couple minutes left in this segment, so um, sure. We, we, we when we talk about the 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 concept of Azamara, and I think one of the great concepts was we wanted the cruise line to be more destination oriented and less. I don't know gambling bingo type of uh, cruising mm-hmm. and and I think that's what's what's happened uh and and I think that's one of the things that really makes Azamara unique is the ability to go to parts of the world and spend time there instead of just breezing in one day today Spain the next day Italy the next day France yeah, m- most definitely. Actually, what we've been able to do the ho- some homework and and, uh, and do some research and, and have identified that eighty percent of the time a guest spends on board an Azamara vacation, they are in the destination. So that means on a given ten night cruise, eight ni- on average eight nights are actually dedicated to be in port. That means our guests don't have to spend the night on a ship. If they want, they could spend the night off the ship. That means our guests could have dinner off the ship. That means they could watch a show in the destination. That means they could have dinner on the ship and come ashore and have a nightcap. Yeah. Uh, that means if we're overnighting in Mykonos, they could go celebrate in Mykonos and right. dance the night away and come back. So it really adds for a very unique way to cruise. I, I right. like to say we're we're almost the opposite of cruising. I agree. Well, the uh, band is playing, and uh, that always indicates to us that we're coming up on an obscene profit timeout. We need to help our sponsors out here. Lionel, Lionel and I will be right back, so please don't go anywhere. Here's Larry Jackson. so glad you could be with us today. We are uh, having a great time. Today's show is dedicated to a cruise line named Azamara Cruise Lines, and we have the leading expert on that cruise line on the line with us today, and that's Lionel Garcia. Hi, Lionel. Hey, thank you. <laughs> hey, by the way, what's the word Azamara mean anyway? It's uh, it's derived from the Latin word Akamar, uh, and and then when it when and Akamar is the name of the northernmost star that many sailors before us would follow and captains navigators would follow is that uh, bright north star, and then there's also a understanding that the word Azaf is comes derived from the word Azul and Mar for water, so blue water. And uh, and then the North Star lighting, you know, lighting and guiding the way for for our beautiful brand. Okay, and for for those of you who uh, missed the first segment, uh, Azamara operates some Renaissance class ships, which basically uh, have around seven hundred guests, a little less than seven hundred guests, and four hundred crew members, uh, which makes it very comfortable, very easy to get on and off. There are no long lines on Azamara, that's for sure. No. And uh, Lionel, I forgot to ask you, where do you guys sail anywhere? So today we're, we're, we cover the globe with our four ships, over 365 ports, 81 countries, and seven continents. Uh, truly, the, the, the world is, is to be discovered with our four ships. And, and 
the oceans making up over 70% of the globe, we have a lot to cover with our four ships, and we get a chance to do so much of that with uh, with the journey, the quest, the pursuit, and the onward. Okay. Now, when I go on an Azamara cruise, um, what's included? So with Azamara, we include all the things that, well, first of all, we want to make you feel like you belong at home, like you're at home. And so at home, you don't pay for your specialty coffees. At home, you don't pay for your drinks. You already have these things, right? At home, you don't pay for your gratuities. That's already covered for you. So with Azamara, your gratuities, your drinks, your specialty coffees, your juices, teas, that's built into the price already. And so with Azamara, I like to say there's three things that we don't include in our pricing because we're not all-inclusive. So, therefore, we call ourselves more inclusive. The things we don't include today in our pricing are airfare, Internet, and shore excursions. Outside of those three items, which you could purchase with us, uh, those other items are included. So your drinks, your tips. We even have this really special nighttime excursion called an as amazing evening that we include as well. And we're going to talk more about that later on because that is the most unique part of Azamara Cruise Lines as far as I'm concerned. Um, what, and uh, let's see. Now, food. Um, you guys don't have uh, dining times or assigned tables and things like that, right? That's correct. So we are open seating. We have no set dining times. We also have no formal nights on board. We're country Yay. club casual. <laughs> Yeah, we're country club casual, and so we do have our main dining room called Discoveries. We have our buffet area called Windows, and Windows also has a outdoor seating area called the Sunset Bar or Sunset Patio, and that is at the after the vessel, which is the back of the ship. We also have an included space called the Patio. The patio is alfresco dining, and it has all the things that you expect from a pool grill at lunchtime. But at dinner time, it actually serves an elevated dinner experience. We also have our room service, which is 24 hours. And then we have two specialty restaurants, Prime C, which is our steakhouse, Aquilina, which is our Italian restaurant. These two restaurants do have a cover charge of $30 and is also included for any of our guests sailing in a suite. Okay, fine. And do you have something in your buffet that... uh I absolutely love, and that's gelatos and new ones every single day made on board the ship. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we do make a fresh gelato every day on board, different flavors. Uh, it is a, a, a favorite of many of our guests to end their meal with a scoop or two or more of, of gelato. Another thing that we do that's special in our menu is that we actually highlight a region of the world that we visit every single evening on our menu. So one night is Italian, another night is French, another night is Turkish, another night is Greek. And it's a lot of fun because our guests like to be adventurous in trying new foods. But I think it's a lot easier to be adventurous when you're trying a new food on board instead of in the destination. So that's something else that that your listeners can look forward to is is trying new foods from around the world while sailing with Azamara. Yeah, and Lionel, the food is very authentic. I, I've eaten up there many times. Uh, we went up one night for Indonesian food, and uh, that's not easy to duplicate. And it was, and I've been to Indonesia, and it was wonderful. It was really great. So that that ah. that, that extra little benefit, if you don't want to go to the main dining room and you'd like to explore some part of the world, 
Uh, you just go up, and, and it's like being in a restaurant because it's, it's just, you don't go stand in a line like a buffet. You you know, it's all with tablecloth service and everything else like that, so it's really nice. The food on Azamara, I have to tell you, is amazing. <laughs> it's uh, oh, another thing that you do is uh, on specialty occasions you do buffets like uh, Thanksgiving, New Year's, and things like that. You do these wonderful open uh, brunches in the in the main dining room. Yes, actually, every voyage we're going to do a a jazz brunch. Every voyage we'll also do an officer's barbecue lunch up on the pool deck. Uh, Weather permitting, it's on the pool deck. If not, it's also in the main dining room. We also do a nighttime dining event called White Night. And this is more than just dining. This is going to be an experience under the stars outside by the pool deck where we invite all of our guests to come dressed in white. And our ship's team decorates the top deck in white, brings out all the uh, dining tables and chairs up to the pool deck. And our officers, typically those men and women that hide behind the scenes on most cruise ships, are actually front and center preparing our guests the meal that night. We source local food from the destination. Our entertainment team sources local entertainment from the destination. And it really turns out to be one of the most exciting nights on board where we host our white night, and we do this on every single voyage, and it's one not to miss. Oh, it, it is. And the, you put up uh, white bunting on, on the pool deck. The ship just looks amazing. And the captain serves the food. I, one night he was serving lobster tails, yep. and it was great. And, uh, That's true. In uh, that buffet, oh, but you can spend hours on white nights, just, just the buffet. I mean, it's just incredible food that you – don't run into, um, uh, you know, every day. It, it, the white night is really an experience. And and so many people, and, and we did it one, one night on New Year's Eve. That was a really special white night. That, that, would, my, that had to have been. I haven't been on board for New Year's Eve, but that had to have been pretty special. <laughs> that's for sure. By the way, for the listeners, if you're just joining us, you're on board just cruising with me, Larry Jackson, co-owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira. The other owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira is my lovely and gracious wife, Linda Jackson, along with our administrative assistant, Wendy. We are your boutique travel planning service located in Melbourne, Florida, but available to you 24-7. Uh, all over the world on our webpage, com, or just Google Cruise Holidays of Vieira. There are ways to contact us. You'll see uh, this podcast. You'll see all kinds of specials that we have going on, and there's information about all different cruise lines. And on board with me today is Lionel Garcia, who is the Senior Business Development Manager for Azamar Cruise Lines. Um, absolutely one of my favorite cruise lines in the whole world because um, not only do I love your food, I love your ships, I love your crew. Your crews are incredible, Lionel. Well, thank you. I, we're, we're proud of them, too, and, and our guests love them. That's why they keep coming back to sail with them. And, and really, the whole purpose of the crew, is, and this goes from the top, me being our officers, down to the people that you don't see that are behind the scenes in the back of the house, everyone on board takes ownership and love and passion for the brand. And and their whole purpose is to make our guests feel like they belong and that they're on board, they're home away from home. And this, uh, this really transcends and, and makes 
incredibly magical vacations, vacations that people won't soon forget. And, and, and it's, I have to tell you a story. This, I did not live this myself, but I can tell you it's been retold a number of times by different people who I've spoken to that witnessed it themselves. There was a couple celebrating an anniversary. This just gives you an idea of how thoughtful our crew and the, the lengths that our crew goes to do things. So our, uh, there was a couple celebrating an anniversary on board one of our specialty restaurants. And the sun was setting on the other side of the ship. They may have been pouring the sun was setting on the, on the uh, starboard. And the hotel director saw them trying to take a picture and overheard them say something along the lines of, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could see the sunset? So the hotel director phones to the captain. The captain then makes a turn so that they could be, so that this, they could take the picture with the sunset while they're in the dining room. And, uh, and then the captain makes an announcement stating why he did what he did <laughs> and uh, wishing, wishing the couple a happy anniversary. I believe that is ownership. I I believe every word of that, Lionel, because I've seen so many. I can give you 50 more examples like that about Azamar cruise lines that I've seen on board your ships. (laughs) Well, the band is here, and that's bringing us to our next port of call. We're going to again run ashore. We'll be back just after this brief timeout, so please join us, and we're going to talk some more about Azamar cruises. Please join us. Anchors up. Here's your host, Larry Jackson. Actually, that's not Larry Jackson. Uh, that's Cousin Is. But on our show, uh, we always let Hawaiian music play uh, longer than other uh, music because of our long history of living in, in Hawaii. Welcome back, everybody. You're on board Just Cruising. My guest today is Lionel Garcia from Azamar Cruises, and we, we're having a blast because we're talking about one of my favorite cruise lines in the whole world. Um, you know what? I could spend 365 days a year on, on one of your boats, um, Lionel. And you, you do that almost anyway, don't you? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> we, do have, we do have a, uh, a world voyage coming up in 24, 2024. It's 155 nights. Okay. If I could manage to... Um, to get away from work for that long and or allow my wife would allow me to do it you would find me on board onward for those 155 nights but uh, you know some people do need to work and uh, that's why i'm here yeah but uh, us us travel advisors need you so stick around so yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh line note um Again, there are so many unique things about Azamara Cruises, and we talked about one of the main reasons that the cruise line was, let's say, invented was so that people could spend more time in destinations and, and could get to see more of the world and not just breezing by, you know, today Belgium, tomorrow France. And and one of the things that you do, uh, that and, and we did one of these, which was back, uh, we did a Cuban intensive cruise, which was absolutely phenomenal. We got to see parts of Cuba nobody ever gets to see. Um, we spent a full seven days cruising around the island. But you you have um, a program called Country Intensive Cruises. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Because, you know, there's a lot of cruise lines out there. So how does Altamara separate itself and, and makes itself different? And I, I think one of the ways we do that is with these country-intensive itineraries. 
What that means is that the entire voyage is dedicated just to one country. Now, I know some of you out there listening today, you want to do a cruise because it allows you to sample and taste a lot of different countries on one trip. But maybe you are the listener who's been there, done that, and now you want to go back and really immerse yourself in this one place. Maybe that place is Italy, France, Spain, South Africa, Ireland, uh, Croatia, Greece, Israel. <laughs> Greece, right? It depends where you want to go. Well, we have a voyage. We've identified over 15 different countries where we dedicate the entire voyage to that one country. So you're going to have 80% of the time that you're on that ship, that your client, that the, your listeners are on that ship, they will be in that country. So that's going to mean multiple late nights, multiple overnights. A late night is a departure of 8 p.m. or later. And overnight means the ship is in port until the next day, sometimes even two days. And that doesn't mean you have to come back at sundown. No, that means you could stay ashore if you want to. So it is really a unique type of experience for those who want to spend more time in a destination, truly want to immerse themselves, connect with the food, the culture, the people, the entertainment of that destination. You can do that with these beautiful floating hotels at sea. It, uh, what's up? When we look at – give me some of the countries. Uh, now, um, we, Greece, I think, is probably the most popular one that you do. Um, tell us about some of the other ones that you do. Sure. So let's say with Greece, like since you mentioned Greece, Larry, on a seven-night program, we have seven days in Greece. That's huge. No days at sea. This is a voyage that's round-trip Athens with an overnight in Mykonos, so late night in Santorini. I have an Israel intensive. On an Israel intensive, we actually have five nights dedicated to the country of Israel on wow. that 10-night program. That's You're round, kidding. round trip Athens. Wow. No, yeah, it's pretty special. Uh, we, have a, we have an Iceland intensive. We have an Ireland intensive. That Ireland intensive is a 12-night program with nine nights dedicated to Ireland. And we go around the entire island of Ireland, including stops in Northern Ireland. So this is really... A unique thing when it comes to Azamara, um, we have a, another one is in South Africa, for example. We have a 12-night program where we have 11 nights dedicated to the country of South Africa. So this, really, we take this very seriously. We understand that there's people who want to really spend more time in a specific country. So maybe you're pl maybe one of your listeners is planning a land vacation and thinking about doing a land vacation and hopping from hotel to hotel and packing and unpacking multiple times in the same country, well, they should be talking to you and thinking about an Azamara vacation where they can unpack and pack one time and see all there is to see in that one country by having the convenience of letting Azamara take them and be that floating hotel at sea. Right. And then you have incredible shore excursions during those days uh, because of the because we get to spend so much time in those areas and we can get really far afield. Uh, we don't have to, you know, our excursions don't have to be three and a half or four hours. We can get further away uh, and further into the country because of the time we're spending in the port. Uh, that, I, that is correct. Again, I, I uh, one of the most incredible uh, cruises I've ever been on it was the Cuba uh, country intensive, uh, where we got to go to so to uh, what did we I, what were we doing? I think four ports we did uh, on that cruise in seven nights. And um, yeah, so you you had you had a nine night program where you had actually six of those nine nights you were in a in a 
different port in in Cuba. Uh, and so that, you know, you had, I think, two overnights, one in uh, in Havana and another one maybe in Cienfuego. And then you, you stopped in all these little places that, you know, made us stand out and made, made your vacation that much greater because you got to experience so much of Cuba at that time. Well, yeah, I, 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 and I know we're not cruising to Cuba, but the, only, the reason I'm bringing this up is that we were able to get out into the countryside and really see a lot more about Cuba than, than everybody else was going to Havana, spending the night, and then going back to Miami. Um, we really got to meet the people and see what was going on. And I think that's the interesting thing about the country-intensive uh, de- um, voyages is that you're going to get to see so much more than the other cruise ships. Uh, you know, Greece, maybe they go, they cruise into Santorini, Mykonos, and then back to Athens. You're going to go to places in Greece that uh, people just never get to go to uh, unless you're on Azamar right. cruise lines. Well, what's a, once again, if you're uh, just joining us, you're on board Just Cruising uh, with me, Larry Jackson, from Cruise Holidays of Vieira, your boutique travel planning store. And uh, with me on the line is Lionel Garcia from Azamara Cruise Lines. If you'd like to know more about Azamara, please give us a call at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331. We're very experienced with this cruise line because we've been on them many, many times. I tell you, when I find a cruise line I like, I go, <laughs> Lionel, and I really like you guys yeah. a lot. So, well, let's get started on one of my favorite subjects in the whole world, and that's the Oz Amazing Evening. So, give me a thumbnail sketch of what an Oz Amazing Evening is. Oh, of course. So, an Oz Amazing Evening is a nighttime experience that happens in the destination. So, Azamara reserves the opportunity to do this on every voyage, seven nights or longer. We invite our guests on board to a beautifully restored venue in the heart of that city. And this is going to take place right around dinner time or a little bit right after the first seating of dinner. I say first seating, like the early dinner time, around 7 o'clock. We take our guests in a very orderly manner off the vessel, bring them to the beautiful, beautifully restored venue. There's going to be some form of food, drink, and then entertainment that is put together. I like to call these events ungoogable events. <laughs> and the reason why I the reason why I call them ungoogable is because you can't buy tickets to these events. These are events happening in this city that nobody can buy a ticket to except the guests who are on the ship are invited to attend. So this is something specially curated just for our passengers. It's not only curated, it is private. Now I'm going to give so I'm just going to throw these out of the ones that I've done, and I won't go into all the details. Okay. Amsterdam, picked up at, at one of the little water taxis, taken to the Royal Dutch Maritime Museum, uh, probably one of the finest naval museums in the world. In the courtyard, uh, hors d'oeuvres, drinks, bar set up, uh, a full orchestra with a soprano, uh, a 14-year-old violinist, Cuba. Go to the National one of the Theater. The National Dance Company of Cuba comes in and performs all of the dances, native dances of Cuba, for uh, two and a half hours. Uh, again, the whole theater, we're the only people in it. Uh, I'm going to Cozumel, Mexico, where an entire resort completely reserved just for us uh, with mariachi bands and dancing and artists and uh, Mexican food and hors d'oeuvres. St. John, Antigua, where we went to the government house, 
had a reception with the Queen's representative and his wife, and uh, then a uh, band on the lawn with hors d'oeuvres and fireworks. Okay, I just throw those out oh my <laughs> because that I just want people to understand how very special these evenings are. On top of that, you come back to the ship, the uh, bar is set up, the band is playing, and the captain is serving everybody champagne and welcoming them back to the ship after the as amazing yep. evening. So uh, I'm trying just to give, uh, in a very, very short period of time, how amazing <laughs> the, this is. This is not just some shore excursion that's been put together. This is uh, uh, a very, very private event. Uh, that nobody else in the world gets to experience except the folks on that are on board uh, uh, Azamara. Yeah. And, oh my goodness, you've been on so so many of them. It's so cool to to hear you talk about them and share all of them. I I I've, I work for the company. I've worked for it for quite a while, but I have not been on that many. So. Uh, that was neat. It was nice to hear that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, we're coming up to another break. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I have to tell you, uh, whenever anybody asks me about Odds of Mara, yeah, yeah, I've heard about them. I say, let me tell you about Odds Amazing Music. Oh, and, by the way, each one of those we did, we were picked up in our own buses, our own private buses. We were the only people on them. We were the only people in the venue. You talk about feeling special. We were. Okay. The band is here. We're going to run ashore for our last time out. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Lionel about uh, Azamara's new ship. So please join us. Yes! Here's Larry Jackson. And welcome back. Oh, we were just talking about I'm, Cuba. <laughs> we were. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to be back. <laughs> well, I, we hope you're having as much fun as I am. Uh, I'm on board uh, with Lionel Garcia from Azamar Cruise Lines, uh, reliving. I'm reliving old times and thinking, how am I going to get my uh, rear end on the next uh, Azamar ship because I'm already homesick. <laughs> so uh, Lionel and I are uh, rehashing. Uh, uh, old times here. Lionel, uh, Azamara uh, had a little bit of a change of ownership this year, or I guess last year. Uh, you had a little different relationship with Royal Caribbean uh, going forward. Yeah, so back in January of 2021, Royal Caribbean Group decided to sell Azamara to a private equity firm. This uh, equity firm, you may have never heard of them. They're called Sycamore Partners. They're based out of New York City. And their biggest investment right now is actually Staples. You know that office? Oh, really? No. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, they decided to acquire us, and uh, they got a really great deal, obviously, at the heat of the pandemic, and then decided to invest in us quite quickly. So within seven days, they actually acquired a fourth ship to add to our fleet, and that fourth ship it has been named Azamara Onward, and she had her maiden voyage on May 2nd. We christened her in Monaco uh, to a, a, a beautiful collection of travel agents and media, and it was just a great time to bring on the fourth ship and expand our fleet by 33% and, and really get a chance to share more of the beautiful world with more people by adding more inventory to our fleet. That's great. And then they also provided some capital to do something that Azamar has never done, and that's build a boat. 
Yes, yeah, so you might be uh, preempting that. I, I ha- we have not had an announcement of building any new ships. Oh, okay. Uh, but I can tell you that they that they have not made a uh, they have not made any excuses or hidden from the fact that they plan on expanding and growing Azamara. But we we there has not been any official announcement of uh, of that capital okay. spend. But they have said that we are going to grow, but they haven't said when or how. Okay, so fine. We will so maybe soon we'll be back on together <laughs> on board and we'll be talking about a new ship. But, but we do have the, the newest ship to our fleet was the Onward, and she was christened on, on May 2nd. And she's the sister to the Journey, the Quest, and the Pursuit. And, and before uh, she joined the fleet, there had been a major overhaul of the other three ships, if I remember right. That that is correct. Actually, all all the all three all four ships were redone during the pandemic. So all of them are are essentially brand new inside and out, and and beautifully restored to welcome your welcome your listeners to experience Azamara and see the world in the in the, in the comfort of of these beautiful floating hotels. Lionel, um, if folks, uh, you know, then the present conditions or environment are a little hesitant uh, mm-hmm. about flying and maybe they don't want to leave the country. Um, are, do we have opportunities from here in Florida to be able to experience Azamara? Most definitely. So the Azamara Onward, you know, our newest ship, we just christened her on May 2nd. She will be arriving to Miami on December 1st. And she's going to be doing a collection of Eastern Caribbean and even a Caribbean holiday voyage, Southern Caribbean, and then in January, she's going to be doing two Panama Canals. But our Panama Canal cruises are a little bit different. We're going to go from Miami to Lima, Peru, or from Lima, Peru, over to Miami. So that the ship will arrive on December 1st, do a number of voyages ranging from 10 to 16 nights. And then she will head over to Gran Canaria in the Canary Islands on February 28th. So from December 1st to February 28th, your listeners can have a chance to sample and taste Azamara and do what it is that we do in the Caribbean. Yeah, we've, you've never had a, a ship here that long. Usually we were only, you know, two or three weeks at a time, right? Right. Yes, it's not always that long that we're in the Caribbean. That's correct. Okay, that's great. So, And are you going to still use the, the small terminal down in Miami that uh, you were using when we were going to Cuba? You know what's interesting with that is I, I think we will be using that same small terminal, but it's it really just depends on port traffic. So oh, okay. I, I know that sometimes we're we're using different terminals. We don't necessarily have any ownership in in any specific terminal. The, the only reason I ask that is because it is such a comfortable terminal. It is so nice. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so easy yes. to get in and out of. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, you're on board just cruising uh, with me, Larry Jackson, and Lionel Garcia from Azamara Cruises. Uh, if you missed the beginning of our show and you'd like to uh, to catch up with us, uh, you, you missed a lot of great information. But uh, our podcasts are available to you uh, on all of the platforms. Our podcasts are usually up uh, by Monday morning. They're on Spotify. They're on uh, the Google Store. Any place you can get a podcast, you can get Just Cruising. You can also get it on the iHeart app. Uh, which is free that's uh, from here at WMMB. And all you have to do is download that. Uh, I would invite you when you're looking for our podcast to, to 
Google Just Cruisin' Larry Jackson. There's a lot of Just Cruisin'. Um, I guess it was a big um, rock song at one time, so uh, a lot of times the Just Cruisin' doesn't come up with me. But if you hit Just Cruisin' Larry Jackson, then you'll, have, you'll find this podcast, and uh, you'll get a lot of great information. We're going to hit, we have a whole series of these on different cruise lines, and we'll be adding that to our webpage soon so that you will be able to go in and just select a cruise line, and then you'll have a full podcast about that cruise line alone. And um, that's what we're doing with our shows is we're dedicating each one of our podcasts to that one cruise line so we can really dive deep into it and give you a lot of information about it. Lionel, we mentioned very quickly uh, a world voyage coming up. Uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, we're super excited. We're doing our first ever world voyage. It's 10 segments, 155 nights. We're calling it the Seven Wonders of the World Voyage because it will take off from Fort Lauderdale and end in Barcelona 155 nights later. But it would give our guests, being on that voyage, the chance to experience the seven uh, natural wonders of the or the seven wonders of the world, and we're excited because it's it's 40 countries, uh, so many of the the I think it's five continents, and really with bringing home the whole concept of more time in port, both late nights, those overnights, and so this is some you know fantastic opportunity to to see the world in a really unique way. Just check into your ship, your home away from home board the onward in Fort Lauderdale and end 155 nights later in Barcelona, having a chance to see so much of the world. Okay. Lionel, I sadly have to tell you that we have come to uh-huh. the end of the segment of this of Just Cruising. I can't tell you how much fun I've had and enjoyed talking with you again and uh, reliving old memories about Azamar, and I really appreciate you being with us here today. My pleasure. Thank you, and I can't wait to see you again. Okay, yep, we look forward to it when you get up this part of the world. For the rest of you, thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll be back again next week, so give us uh, a listen. And until we see you again, keep on cruising. Cruising.